So yeah, Brucey. Oh yeah, going back to Bruce. Brucey, he was looking pretty good, and like like you said, he yep. is pretty young he, in this. He's got a whole. How's he rank on the beefometer? The beefometer. <laughs> he is an easy four out of five. I think. Four, dude, you're crazy. I well, give him a five. I'd give him, I'd give him a four. A four. He's a five. What? Five is like perfection. Five well, is like five a, is, an Adonis. Well, you like, know what? He was pretty good looking. I, I would say that five. Good. Five is overkill. <laughs> I think four is a compliment. I mean, five, you're just like just a big bulky mess who can't wipe your own ass. That to me is a five out of five. I'm <laughs> holding my firm five. I'm talking All right, about fine. You hold your firm five yeah, with your firm, firm five, five fingers. Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do Can I be swayed down to you a do four, that. Willis? Uh, well, no, he was awesome. He was. Yeah. What, he what was his acting? Good. If we have to talk about his, his acting. acting, his acting was great. Like he, he felt like your average Joe thrown into like a crazy situation, but he kept his head, which is something that think, you, John, think, yeah, think, think. He's constantly telling. Well, he wasn't like an average Joe though. He was a oh, police yeah, he, officer for like eleven years. Yeah, no, he had the training and stuff, but that, that's like standard personality wise. I guess. Like, yeah, you're right. Personality wise, no, he was he was great. Like he seems like a rough and tumble, blue collar dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, wild card. The kind of guy he actually he, comes out as a wild card later on. Wild card bitches. He does. He really does. Yeah. yeah oh I cut God, he he brake line. I, yeah, I thought he was he was really good. Yeah, like uh, as they said in the trailer, he's an easy guy to like, oh. but he's a hard man to kill. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that about sums it up. He's you know now. He, you probably will know him well from his role on Family Matters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Did I do that? Oh, yes, you did, Al. But I like this guy a lot. Oh, I love this guy. I thought and he was awesome in this he's movie. He's probably one of my favorites, my favorite actors in this movie. Yeah. yeah. He did a good job of playing, like, just that... Like just like a beat cop, like just patrolling the streets, doing whatever. Yeah, dude. Although like, they do mention that he, for a while now, he's been a desk jockey. We'll get into why later. This kind of oh, a dramatic yeah. reveal he's of his his desk jockey origin story. His um, days consist of going to the mini mart and buying donuts, buying and, like, Twinkies for his pregnant wife, <laughs> or so yeah. he says, uh, or, for yeah. his pregnant belly. Yeah, for his <laughs> have for, a fucking ass. He's gonna have a Twinkie baby. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. No, he was cool. And he, yeah, and he, <laughs> he was pretty hot and tempting. Uh, he, I don't know if I go that far. He left Willis. I'm going to point it out as it comes up. All right, but he was <laughs> he was pretty voluptuous. He, <laughs> all right, yeah, if you look at it that way, he's pretty... Or cushion for the cushion. He's a great right. dude, too. He's a really cool guy. And uh, <laughs> he is. Yeah, I guess personality points. But yeah, he is the... like. A, it seems like a tough but fair, very ethical cop and mm-hmm. who wants to do the right thing. He is very. Mm-hmm. Next up, last but not least, uh, Devereaux White. What? Devereaux White. Devereaux White. Who played um, Argyle, the limo driver. Oh, Usher, yeah. Yeah, I like this guy a I lot. Love this yeah, this guy. I would want him to drive me places. Yeah. Just, just to talk to him. He seems like a really charismatic, fun guy to be around. Yeah, really fun, friendly guy. He was earning those tips, man. Oh, yeah. He was, dude. He was totally hyped. Seriously. He, yeah, and just like me, you know, he's a Run DMC fan. He was in there playing a little Christmas in Hollis. Oh, yeah. He's got all the hookups. Yeah, he was chatting with like babes on the car phone. Had, yeah. Hanging out with that bear. Just like, you know, yeah. yeah. He Frank tells the, the big-ass teddy bear to shut up at one point, which I like. Oh, I like That's that. funny to me. He he <laughs> yeah. plays a part in busting up this conspiracy later on. He's, you know, he's in the mix. 
He, yeah, he, we just cut back to him every once in a while. And it's just like, what's Argyle up to? What's the what's going on in the Argyle show? Yeah, it's, it's cool. Listening to different tunes the yeah, whole time. Yeah, he's got pretty drinking. He's got some banging beats. I think he might be smoking. I have a theory. Into yeah, that. he's maybe smoking a little herb. I mean, a little Kahlua. It, it's crazy yeah, that a character can have so much, like, personality, even though he doesn't really interact with too many characters in the movie. Like, Yeah, really, it's a lot of it's on the phone, or him like watching stuff on TV, or hearing it over the walkie-talkie. Or like, actually sleeping. Yeah. Isn't there a part where he just wakes up? <laughs> He's <laughs> like, oh, what the best, best sleep like, acting I've great, ever seen. Great, dude, it's <laughs> wonderful. Great sleep acting. Yeah, dude. it's awesome. Yeah, I like this guy a lot. I would totally party with Argyle. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Argyle for the win, class president. Yeah. Argyle. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, that he rounds out the uh, the cast here, I guess. So I will get into the not so brief history of Die Hard. Oh, smoke him if you got him. Smoke him if you got him, bro. This would be the taglines. It'd be so cool to see. Uh, <laughs> uh, edit this out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh. staying in, dude. <laughs> Day bow bow. Day bow bow. Oh. oh. <laughs> So that's our intro music, I guess, for what the brief history. Hey, it's an 80s movie, fuck it. Oh, yeah. So, this is going to really surprise. I'm going to flip the script on Die Hard right about now. Die Hard was initially intended to be based off. The 1979 Roderick Thorpe novel, Nothing Lasts Forever, which is a sequel to his 1966 novel, The Detective, which was adapted into a film of the same name, and talks to her daughter and stuff. Oh, these kids. And who sounds, yeah, these, these kids, by the way, They're bad. Uh, you know, you can say what you want about One Magic Christmas, the child acting in that movie was a lot better than Die Hard. That's by a long shot. By a long, yeah, easily, <laughs> easily. God damn, this little girl, her voice just... She sounds it, like a fucking idiot, I'm sorry, but like, it, it just hits all of those cues and makes your spine tingle and your skin crawl, just... I'm sorry, I'm sure she's a sweet girl, I'm sure... I'm sure she tried her best, but sometimes your best oh just isn't good enough. No, sometimes, she was pathetic, yeah, dude. This <laughs> <laughs> is bad. This is pretty bad. Well, she asks, like... Oh, is Daddy gonna come home with you tonight? <laughs> is the Daddy gonna come home She's to like, the place? Uh, I don't know. I only know to bring the presents. <laughs> <laughs> if Dad doesn't come home, I to bring the that place. one back. <laughs> so yeah, then what? Like when what happened? She asked the maid, her maid, like Lupita or something. That's not just like a racist thing where I'm just shouting out random. No, Mexican that's, no, that's her, like pretty much her name. That is, the rec- it was something with an L. Yeah, Polina. <laughs> it like Polina. Man, that's just awful. Like, like, you don't fucking give a shit about our cleaning people. <laughs> Fuck the maid. You can't even be We're asked gonna, yeah, I'm talk, I have more to say about the maid later, by the way. <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah. Did she come back up? Oh, yeah, she does. And yeah. asked the maid if John called. John hasn't called yet, and she seems to not be very happy with it mm-hmm. at this point. And yeah, she, she lays the photo lays flat. the photo flat down. I know, but he's, he's, he's a very time in this um, creative way. With John. Fishing with John. Fishing with John. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nobody's gonna get that. Um, oh, I hope not. I hope so. I 
Uh, I think it's just incredible. I think it's awkward, not only because it's his first day on the job, but they're also two very different personalities. Argyle seems very outgoing and uh, yes, he's a big, easy to he's talk to. He's a big to. extrovert. He's mm-hmm. a party boy. And John McClane, he's kind of bitter and salty. Yeah, he's, <laughs> well, he's like, I think salty is a good name. He breaks through, though, doesn't he? Like, a little he, bit. Kind yeah, of like I mean, gets they, they, has to they definitely develop a rapport by the time they get to the big building. But yeah. I was going to make an, another smoking note. He's smoking in a limo, too, yeah. which is like... Windows rolled whoa. up. And yeah, the driver, Argyle, he asks... Yes, John, kind of a lot of questions. Like, he seems yeah. like he's prying in deep to this guy's oh, yeah, married like, life. Very personal questions for someone you just met. Like, mm-hmm. so, did you get divorced? Uh, are you going to meet some hot mama? She beats like, you up? <laughs> she beats you yeah, up? Yeah, he kind of cracks up a little bit. Yeah. He, yeah, he gets, he gets a little grin out of John with that line. <laughs> but yeah, I remember thinking... Um, He's aware of what's shaking things up. Like he wants yeah. to he wants try it to work out, and she does too. He wants He's to just be. Kind of a jerk. Yeah, he wants to be a better husband than he yeah. is. Yeah, some a couple of horn dogs bust into this bathroom. Quick <laughs> getting, little, they're like, "Oh, fool! We didn't know anyone was in here." Getting rough and rowdy. Yeah. Getting fucking rough and cloudy. <laughs> yeah, they're getting wet and wild. Rowdy cloud. Getting rowdy yeah, cloudy. Getting rowdy cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, but yeah, so. Yeah, because Takagi wants her to come in and say something to the and give a speech to the troops. To, yeah, to the troops, as, yeah, as one of her coworkers says. And then it cuts to we see a shot of I just wrote ominous truck approach. <laughs> I put on Joker pulls up in his Mack truck. <laughs> yeah, like, ba- basically, it's night. It just like, looks like that. And um, yeah, that's, that's something that I know Sean and myself picked up on. Was there's some definitely some parallels. Seemingly some parallels between this and The Dark Knight. Ooh, the computer right away. And I just wrote a note at this point. It's on. <laughs> like, at this yeah. point, it's just like, I'm like, oh shit, okay. It kind of just gets That's where the movie, it. like, really starts. Yeah, it's really quick and, like... Because that's what Carl did, yeah, he slid that, um, that flashbang. He didn't even need to do that. Like, he could have just shot the guy that was in the hallway, the only other guard that was on the bottom floor, I think. Yeah, he, fl- he slides. Yeah, the sinister, like so, the sinister mustachio-looking guy. He looks like he's, like, like, trying to eat peanuts he's or trying something. He's <laughs> 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 I mean, they got snacks and stuff down there. Yeah. So they got, like, concession stands and shit. No, yeah, he slides the flashbang in and then shoots him twice. Like, can you imagine that's being, like, yeah, fucked over and, like, double? Overkill, bro. <laughs> yeah, and there's uh, there's some great. By the way, this movie kick ass squib work. The blood oh, squibs. Squibs. The blood squibs yeah. in this movie oh, are really, and there's a really part good. Right and, at the end, it gets crazy. Yeah. And bullet sounds like the guns in this movie. They all sound like fucking. Yeah, just, I'm just, yeah, just effects across the board. Awesome. Yep. Hands across the I board, agree. hands across touch the water. Touch fingers, we all agree. Should we touch yeah, t- fingers? Touch tips with me, bro. Touch tips with me. Yeah, dude. All right, we touch tips. It's official. Point. Well, okay, the next thing is. Oh, um, yeah, this whole chunk is just. Like we see the fir- our first shot, not long after that, of Hans Gruber with this kind of posse in the behind him walking. Oh, he was riding in the back and of the back looks, truck. Like yeah, Joker. And they, uh, yeah, and they all walk in, and like, this guy looks like a bad ass. He, yeah. He looks awesome. Like, that's he the, looks like Leonardo Leonardo. None, none of these party goers saw five, six people coming out of the uh, elevator. You probably expect More that like shit probably when you're drunk. 12. Oh, yeah, it was <laughs> There 12 was, like, dudes. a lot of yeah. them. 
There were. All heavily armed with machine guns, AK-47s, or what have you. Uh, let's not split hairs. Alright, that's right. That's fine, that gets a pass. AK slingshots, who's to say? I think it's fine, dude. It was a different time. Yeah, it's you true, You can walk yes. anywhere with a giant machine gun. Now. I got a... <laughs> Um, I might take a smoke break. Yeah, I got P2. Holy shit. Do you want to take a little break of poop? We already... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> the peanut gallery, quite literally. So as that's going on, we got John slinking around like solid snake. He already has no shoes on, by the way. Yeah, none of that. Wow, one gun, one clip, just his tankini, I guess. Yeah, isn't it tankini? Some slacks, yeah. It's a tankini? I thought it was like a, like a, just like a regular it's white like a wife top, beater. I, <laughs> I didn't want to call just, it a wife we beater. Just, yeah, we wanted to call it a tankini. <laughs> What's wrong with yeah. calling it a wife beater? He's not actually beating wives, it's just what it's called. I feel like that's insensitive. That's a little bit. Really? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. People it's are so sensitive these days. I mean, oh, well, if that was what the proper term was. Yeah, cut like, that part <laughs> out. Oh, I know. This, this whole no, conversation. No, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. Anyway, no. Um, yeah, he's got no shoes on. He's got his tank top. Um, he, he's not. He's not prepared. Like he's not ready because these guys literally just showed up and they started firing warning shots. So he's looking um, around. Oh, yeah. Which is the smart thing to do because he knows he's not an idiot. He's not going to rush in guns blazing, yeah. knowing like he's yeah. like some kind of invincible hero. So so we get to, I guess, the more action-oriented part, plot-heavy part, pretty early on, because this is a two-hour, 11-minute film. We're only 24 minutes in, and... More time, I guess. He seems Maybe. like a, a guy that doesn't really want to kill anybody. But he's more than willing if, it, if he thinks it's necessary. I think yeah. he just wanted to get through this. Like, he wanted, like I said, he wanted, he's going the business route. Like, if he can just get what he wants and then leave, then obviously he'll do that. Yeah, like, it's not, it's not until Takagi decides that he's not going to give him the code or he keeps up the ruse like he doesn't know the code what? to get into the vault. I took a note, like, Takagi is so sweaty. So sweaty during Yeah, he's oh, yeah. really sweaty. He could use a towel. So he's like, like... It's a it's a good performance because it's like he he really plays it convincingly of a guy who isn't really keeping it cool, but he's like still kind of keeping up the illusion. But you can tell that his nerves are are, are about to bust, especially when you compare him to Alan Rickman, who is at this point ice, like totally ice cold, calm. Ice, he's ice cold, baby. Ice cold, he doesn't like even blink business. once in this. Who we killing, dude? Yeah, <laughs> and he had that great line too. It's a nice suit. It'd be a shame if I had to mess it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Eventually. Eventually, you know, Takagi's like, yo, you, you'll just have to kill me. And yeah, so then what happened? And he rides this dude down the stairs, basically, and breaks his neck and kills him. The whole fight scene yeah, is really good. Right. Like, every... It's a really good fight scene. All mm-hmm. the fight scenes in this movie are really good. Damn. Thing. Yes, they are. So, yeah, he falls down the stairs with him, breaks his neck. He kills Carl's brother. And he tries to take his shoes, which is pretty funny. Too and he's small, like, yeah. He's got that great line. One terrorist that killed with feet is smaller than my sister. <laughs> <laughs> he's still shoeless after this point. Yeah. But he gets an upgrade in the arsenal department. He takes Carl's machine gun Carl's brother's machine gun yeah and then he uses his body as a a scare tactic for the criminals down below he puts his body on a swivel chair sends him down the elevator and on his shirt we got the iconic ho 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 now I have a machine gun which (laughs) I I wondered if that was really a good idea because I mean he's now they know that 
looks like almost like the building is moving down around him. Huh. It does, and yes. it's only like two, three, four seconds long, but it really stuck in my mind, and I thought it was a great visual. It's nice as he like slowly makes his way through like the bowels of the building, like because it's an unfamiliar environment for him. He's never been there, so he doesn't right. know, which is something that plays into a key part, like coming right up where he finds the uh, the nudie poster on the wall, and he's kind of... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that weird guitar yeah, twang. Yeah, the, the guitar, the the guitar twang. <laughs> it comes back up later where he taps the poster and he's like, the girls, because that's him leaving a landmark so he can help himself find his way around uh, a little bit easier. It should be a video game, like a really good video game. Well, it was a video game. It just well, sucked they should ass. make it a better video game. I think they did game. make like a modern, a more of a modern one in like 2007 or 8. I read about it. And half an hour 40 minutes somebody's gonna come looking for him they yeah. know where he is they know he's out well you know he, they might be, like, he checked out that place and said it was all right yeah he if said no it was more cool calls come into him so they're not gonna but like, if somebody is like somebody's gonna radio for him are they oh, gonna yeah, expect him to radio back eventually but maybe yeah, two hours away like, i don't think i don't think it would i don't think it would be 30 minutes they're oh he's gonna call for back right now yeah but they're yeah or somebody they're in the middle of century city in la somebody's gonna hear no, no, hail no. of automatic no, no. no way, dude. Nobody's gonna so call in. Yeah, nobody. It would depend. Shit. It would yeah. depend on how the high up they were because oh, yeah. it would depend on how high up they were. I know that they were like lower on the building because when they were on the roof earlier, Weff with friendly matters, he got that call from dispatch to go check it out. He, there's a scene where he's outside of the convenience store. He looks up at the building, and if you look at the top of the building, you can see like the muzzle flash from the guns from that far away, but you can't hear them. So I don't know how loud or how far bullet noise travels. I know how far the bullets travel. Pretty loud, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, for me, I, don't know. I just don't think you can light up a cop car with like a hundred rounds in the middle of downtown Los Angeles, and nobody's even gonna. Notice. Well, it's Christmas. Everybody's at home. And a lucky that's true. Like, like said about a lucky shot. I mean, first of all, they have to get the bullets through said corpse yeah. into into friendly matters, his face area, and I mean it's. Just it's. I mean, it's unlikely, and we know how. I mean, it's. It kind of contradicts how, how smart we think these terrorists are going to be. Yeah, it does. I think it was kind of weird in the whole. It doesn't like derail the movie for me in any any form. I do see what you mean, though. Like how long it would take. It wouldn't. Be, it wouldn't be long for them to be like, where Where's this officer? He's got a job to do. Especially if he's like maybe even towards the end of his shift, and he doesn't yeah. come home. And his. I mean, his wife might call. That's a good like, point. Hey, he was on his way home, and they're going to have to. Like, like, oh, shit, we gotta figure that out. I don't oh, know. Dude. So, yeah, we have another Argyle says when somebody, yeah, gets dumped out a window onto a police <laughs> cruiser. Oh, he was probably just some dummy, lost a bunch of money in the stock market. Your mind bender. Well, yeah, he, he says he could be like a bartender or something, like just because he said he knew how to spot a fake ID. You can only, you can make the argument that he's just going by the books, like he's trying to, uh, books. <laughs> well, the police like, they oh, got, they got the books. No, I know, but like this guy is so. Oh, I think he's just dumb. trying to wrap it up quick. He's quick to send in the SWAT team. He just wants to go home and have like some mashed potatoes and shit. Probably. Yeah, that's his key character motivation. He, he wants, wants to get. I feel. Potatoes. I get the sense that he just wants to wrap this shit up. It's just a huge inc- through two by two formation, and he explains exactly play by play what's going on. Like he's got all the positions mapped, fucking yeah. nano machines, so man. They prepare him up, yeah, dude. <laughs> they're totally in sync. They're all in sync, but no, um, so they're all planned up. So the bad guys know exactly where these guys are going to show up, where they're going to yeah, strike, and they where they're bust coming out from. The RPG of love. <laughs> yeah, 
that and it fucking blow this <laughs> thing the fuck up, this tank looking thing. Yeah, it gets stuck on the stairs. Yeah, it gets stuck it on the stairs. It it's like the worst so design it's ever. It's the shittiest fucking machine ever. And they don't shoot it just once, they shoot it multiple well, times. They, yeah, like, yeah. so what happens in the, in the meantime? Like John McClane, he's telling Hans to stop it. Like, there's no. Because um, these guys, they don't know what they're up against, but he does because mm-hmm. he's seen firsthand what, what they have for supplies, what their agenda is, all of that, and they're not going to stop, obviously, because yeah. they're, they're bad. <laughs> so he takes the plastic explosive that he picked up from the guy he killed earlier, he wraps it onto a swivel chair, and he puts a computer on top yeah, of it to weigh it down. Yeah, CDR monitor. CDR monitor. just places it on there, like and then, down. And then he shoves it down yeah. the elevator shaft. He wrote, like, you know, he sets them up the bomb. <laughs> And it was like AD 2101, all rolled up into one night, all up in here. Does, he shoves it down an elevator shaft. But I'm thinking, like, at this point... Attributed to the size of the blast? Do you think that had anything to do with it? I don't think it would increase the size of the explosion. I think it might increase the toxicity, because there's a lot of weird-ass chemicals on CRT monitors. But was that a problem throughout the movie? I I don't remember any poison. No. I thought he just made... I was just thinking, if it was real. Oh, okay. I always thought he just... The main reason he did the CTR uh, monitor on it, just to weigh it down, because those are heavy. They are are fairly heavy. And that's the other question I have. Can you blow up C4 just by, like, dropping it from a really high distance. I thought he it was had the, the detonators c- at this point. I think mm-hmm. he did have the detonators. That's true. Yeah. He did. Even if he didn't, though, I feel like it's probably volatile enough that if you dropped it from several stories with that much mass, of course, you know, like say five or ten pound computer monitor attached to it. <laughs> I feel like that would probably fuck shit up. I, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm know. Never, I'm not a demolitions expert. I don't know anything about C4. But that's my intuition. Because mm. it was quite a big explosion. Like, it was big enough to erupt, completely demolish the floor that it was floor, on. Yeah. And then the, the blast. The freaked out. And he's like, <laughs> dude, tell me you got that. And he's like, like oh, yep. Oh, my God. He's like, eat right. your heart out, Channel 5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy is, I think at that point, established as a slime ball because he's not real concerned about any people that might have actually been killed in this. It's just like, like oh man, we got some killer footage. Yeah. So we find out on news that Hans is a member of the radical West German Volksfree movement. Yeah. And he's been expelled from that organization. Yes. And then John reaches out to Al tell him what's up. He says, oh, we just need a fresh painted co- yeah. coat of paint and some Shit screen doors. Screen doors. Shitload of screen doors. That's right. Chief <laughs> mad at John. Yeah, like they talk, <laughs> they talk to John on the thing and it, Dwayne, that was his name. He's oh. bitching it and he's like, oh really? Well, you just got Butt fucked on national television. <laughs> yeah, and then which the one of my favorite. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah. Our guy was eating it up with a spoon. He got he blown the fuck out. Now that's probably one of my favorite lines from this movie as well. I'm not the one who got butt fucked on national TV, Dwayne. Yeah, great, great line. One of my favorite lines this whole movie. Uh, Al gets the fucking walkie back from Dwayne, and he's talking about. He's like, man, I I love you. <laughs> we all love, a lot of the cops down here. We love you too, man. We got cool going on you i wrote a little heart in my notes yeah i actually (laughs) tried to keep track of all of their encounters and put a i guess like try to identify the stage of the relationship that they would be developing so right here i call this putting himself out there he's just saying like hey hey and, like that. and gives him a gun he's like come on let's go and as soon as john mcclain turns his back hans clicks and he then, clicks the yeah. gun and he yeah. says Countdown something in uh, something. 
Yeah, he says something in German over his walkie-talkie. John antagonizes him. He's like, dude, come on, like, something pulled it, I don't know. But he gets him to pull the trigger, and it's not loaded, and he's like, oh shit, the gun's not loaded, fuck you, man. Do you think I would actually, like, fall for that? And he, yeah, so he knows. Well, the thing that I had about this scene was, at first, I, the first few times I watched it, I wasn't really sure how John figured out that it was Hans right off the bat when he first met him, because you would think that if he knew it was Hans, he would kill him, like, right then and there. But then I noticed when he gives him the cigarette, the way that uh, Alan Rickman holds the cigarette is the European way that they smoke, with the uh, thumb and the index finger as bastards. Yeah. And um, while the American way is between the index finger and the uh, middle finger, which is where, when he gives him that fake name, what was it, uh, Bill Clay? Yeah. Something like that, using that quick little uh, side glance off the board. That's when he knows for sure, and that's when he gives him the gun with no bullets in it. Something I noticed while he was doing a U.S. accent and it was almost the look on his face was almost like a grimace and I read that as a character thing that this guy has such contempt for Americans that <laughs> it makes him sick yeah, yeah. That speaking in an American accent almost makes him physically ill yeah it does kind of sound like something like a personality quirk that he would have pretty soon after that two terrorist reinforcements show up and fire about 12 trillion rounds yeah he runs out into in like the IT room I'm guessing yes it's see a big old glass. computer yeah. Yes, it's, so it's yeah. keep it's kept nice and cool in yeah, there. I it's imagine. uh, it's Carl and um one was it one or was it two other terrorist guys? I think it was it was, two, it, was it was two because one of them went down like right away. Well, I mean, the one of them, the get, kneecap just get blows up. The fuck out! It explodes yeah, like, like a water balloon. His legs off. I fucking love it's the fucking yell ridiculous. that Bruce Willis crazy. lets out when he shoots him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and and Hans gives him this look, which to me is like him thinking like, damn, this guy's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, hold time like, yeah dude. thinking like i bet he wishes that john was on his fucking team yeah. because he's so good in this situation fucking awesome but hans gets the idea of like shooting at shooting at john's he's gonna waste a lot of bullets mm. shoot the glass dude because while they're talking you're smoking shoes. a cigarette this style this dude doesn't have any shoes on yes he does pick up on that yeah. yeah so they shoot at that using the environment to their advantage i like that a lot that there's yeah. a lot of traps there are a lot of like on to on like you know just head-on combat well you had an interesting aside about this part Sean that uh, I didn't pick up on until you brought it up that part where Hans tells Carl to shoot the glass in German yeah and, and he just stares at him <laughs> Carl just stares at Hans like what and then he's just like shoot the glass or whatever and and he's like oh f- right like what the fuck <laughs> so weird well, I think, I don't know why they would leave this in the movie, but I, I think that actor who played Carl was actually Russian and not German, so maybe he mm. spoke English, but not German. Maybe it's like an like inside joke, maybe? Something <laughs> could be. I'm cool like with that. that. I thought that, the, like, the, if, if we were going to look for, like, an actual reason as to why he would hesitate at first, it would be, um, why is my boss telling me to shoot the glass? Oh, like, instead yeah, of yeah. shooting it's at the guy, it's like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, yeah that's true. Sink into his fucking head. <laughs> That's why he's not number one. They shoot all the glass down, they decide to dip out and Hans finds the detonators. He's, he says, smile Carl, we're back in business. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I'm really like, it's, everything blows up in this scene is great. It's like, I remember thinking like, speaking of video games, I guess, like, uh... Yeah, like 007. Yeah, I was gonna say the computers <laughs> blow up like in Goldeneye and also the, uh, this 
off of the trampoline and landed on that with all my weight. And I had to have that, like, pulled out of my foot, and that oh really fucking hurt. Yeah, that sucks. The yeah. worst foot injury I ever had was I was uh, walking around on the playground when I was a wee lad. I had sandals on, I remember that. And if you're familiar with those, like, wood chips, I don't know if they really do it that much anymore, but those, like, wooden chips and, like, just general bark and stuff that they put on the uh, ground of, like, the playgrounds yeah. and whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, I stepped on one that was sticking straight up. It pierced straight through my sandals and went in between my toes and Holy I ended shit. up getting a bunch of splinters on the webbing of my toes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's supposed to be just like soft mulch and shit. Yeah, this, this bit of mulch was not soft. It was hard and rigid and it did not rub <laughs> me the right way at all. Dude, so you feel that when he's just pulling these out and he... Doesn't he call up Al a this little bit? all things considered rather be in Philadelphia. Well, and he does need it because at this point mm. he's looking pretty worse for wear. Like yeah, he has been banging the fuck up and he is starting it's to... Hell of a night. His, yeah, he's... his tankini was once white, now it's black. <laughs> like... <laughs> Me and the boys are taking bets on how long you're going to last and he's like, we'll be down for 20. I'm good for it, buddy. Mm. I decided to label this first date. <laughs> Don't they start? <laughs> Al opens up in this scene. Well, John asks past. him, yeah, why are you just a desk sergeant as he's picking glass out of his foot? And Al reveals that he accidentally, well, not accidentally, he shot the hostage group since Takagi got killed. But then again, no, we talked about Takagi. Doesn't she become the president, though, at a certain point? Um, Wasn't she VP? I don't, know if she, I don't know if she gets the actual title, oh, but I know that she's the one who, like, talks on their behalf and stuff, like, getting them trips to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and right. Yeah. Stuff like that. She was Takagi's, um, like, second command, is what's implied. The uh, FBI, they're getting ready to get in the helicopters. No, because they're getting ready to move all of the hostages up to, to the, the roof. roof. To get onto the helicopters to be shipped out. And yes. And John finds his way up to back into Freddy's boiler room to do some <laughs> investigating of his own and he finds all the C4 and he's like Jesus Mary mother of God and it's yeah it's a fuckload of C4 I thought the expendables must have set this up yeah, it's, it's crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. and Carl yeah Carl catches him Carl catches up to him doesn't he call Al real quick he's like Al it's a double cross and then bam right in the cheek yeah fucking out like and Carl comes through and like hey makes him right there crazy fist fight this is there. probably the most brutal fist fight in the entire movie this I was insane I would this say. is like almost like they live levels. yeah it goes on for about as long as that like this is just two guys that really really hate each other just slugging the shit out of each yeah. other yeah well, I remember like he's John like punches Carl so hard he's got him like shoved up against some barrels it sounds like yeah somebody just dropping an anvil against the side of yeah. him from like 20 feet oh god it's, it's fucking disgusting. brutal and it's crazy so it's a really intense mm-hmm. fight. I can't believe that he still got the strength to um, fight him off because he looked like he was pretty banged up in the scene before. Like he must have adrenaline pumping out of every pore of his oh, body yeah. in order to be able to keep up with Carl. For the most part, he is relatively unscathed. Like he hasn't really been through the ringer as much as John has. Mm-hmm. John hasn't sustained any serious injuries, though. I don't think he's his he feet. Yeah, his, he's yeah. on his feet. Well, the whole I mean, time. His, yeah, his bobbing feet, and weaving. His feet. Yeah, his feet probably hurt like a mother bitch but I mean he hasn't I don't think he's broken any bones he hasn't been shot he probably has just to watch and, him uh, fall in slow motion like that. Get another sweet Paul Gleason quote as he's falling. I hope that's not a hostage. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. John and Holly, yeah, they make out a little bit. Yeah, they walk out. Yeah, that's when all the paper's falling when they're walking out. There's another scene. Isn't there, like, a lot of paper falling down? Yeah, they kind of walk yes, out of the Yes, and it makes it look like it's snowing outside. Uh, yeah. Among the, 
the, the falling paper, yeah. A white Christmas after all. It's snowing. <laughs> it's a fucking miracle. At this Christmas scene, miracle. John and Al lock eyes. Al nods, attempting nod. And John limps his way closer to Al's gaze. Al smiles, giggles, and goes in for a bear hug as music swells. John appears to be crying. So happy. I fucking love <laughs> how much attention you pay to like the bromance Oh, scenes. it's beautiful, man. Uh, because you're right. Like you got it. Like nailed it spot on. <laughs> yep, they got. They're down there on the ground floor. Um, they're welcomed with open arms, like with the news reporters. Argyle shows up, and then fucking the lieutenant comes over, getting ready to give John a hard time, yeah. like telling him, "Oh, you don't have no idea how much trouble you're in, buddy." You're going to have detention for the rest of your life. You're mine, McLean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three months. You're mine. Uh, John, however, he, you think after all he's been through, he's going to put up with this? No, he rears back getting ready to punch this motherfucker out. Mm-hmm. At which point, one of, the, one of the hostages that was covered in a blanket, you hear a woman scream and, Whoa, it's Carl! Back oh, from the he, ju- he rises yeah. up like the fucking Terminator. <laughs> just like... And like his hair's flying everywhere. He had, he had the blanket on him that was covering like his face. Yeah, he, he pops of, up a he little ca- bit. He looked a little bit like he throws the blanket off. Yeah, and he like whips around with and that he's fucking, got, machine he's got gun. fucking machine gun. <laughs> and everyone freaks out. He takes aim at John McClane, and then you hear bang, bang. And it's. Yeah, and what did now, you say? Like the final shot? Like he Al shoots loads him, all six He shoots rounds. him five times, and it's so loud in the mix. Like the last shot, especially. Sounds like he set off a fucking cannon. It he's does. using a torch yeah. judge. That's not a magnum fall. <laughs> yeah, that is. Is. yeah, I think that was a Taurus raging judge. <laughs> <laughs> but it blows him away. And yeah. that it's him getting over his fear of using his gun because ever since he shot that little boy, he has never been able to use his firearm. That's just the weird sense I got is like where's the whole like the audience supposed to like stand up and cheer that this guy got the nerve to kill again after like slaughtering <laughs> yeah, some Yeah, like... <laughs> Or it could be that, or or is, is this supposed to be cool for for this character who's been here with us the whole movie to get to be the hero at the very end? Uh, I don't which know because cool. his but, yeah. his main flaw in the movie is just not being able to shoot a gun again. And by the end of the movie, he's able to shoot a gun again. I always thought that it was more he finally gets up the courage to uh, use his gun again because after everything that McLean get through, he went through for oh, this motherfucker to show up at the last minute and then take his happy ending away from him he's not having that and that's where he gets the guts to use his gun and blow Carl yeah, I guess that's true that gaze was pretty mighty <laughs> even John kind of like starts to understand like the position his wife has been taking on like herself her um, independence and it's like he introduces Holly as Holly Granero to Al and uh, and then she says Holly McLean afterwards showing full circle there so yeah. that's tied up and after that that's when the uh, reporter comes along the uh, greaseball reporter trying to uh, get the scoop and Holly just punches him in the face. Yeah, she does. <laughs> fucking slugs him Fuck and then you, a, buddy. and of course him ever the journalist did you get that? All oh, he cares about yeah. is he just wants to make sure that he got the shot. It sounded mm-hmm. like he was almost like sarcastically like he's making fun of his own catchphrase. <laughs> like a weird self-awareness thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Argyle pops out 
this fucking chariot awaits. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he's like, if this is your idea of Christmas, I gotta be here for New Year's. Yeah, get a hot smooch on the lips and credits. And that is, yeah, that's Die Hard. Oh, yeah, Let yeah. It Snow plays us out. <laughs> and then we get some nice Beethoven, the Ode to Joy, which is a, a motif that is a music cue that's used throughout this movie. Yeah about it and i don't know if there is anything yeah it's a yeah well-made fun movie kind of has a christmas angle so i guess (laughs) again like last week if you're looking for a new christmas movie this might be worth checking out it's pretty light on the christmas stuff uh, yeah it's pretty much in the background it's kind of yeah it's kind of the background noise i guess this it was basically in this movie to they needed to have a reason to have a party because that was the how the movie started out and i guess it really could have just as easily been new year's eve or fucking fourth of july or or how Halloween party or a masquerade ball yeah, or something. But in the end, it was Christmas. <laughs> yeah, another a note I took was that it was good enough that it made me interested in seeing the sequels. Ooh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've been meaning to, because, yeah, Keith here for Christmas can be a pretty awesome gift. It's going to be John McClane collection with the, uh, <laughs> the first four films. So it's pretty soon here I think I'm going to gonna dive into Die Hard 2. So, yeah, four out of five. All right. Ooh, it's yeah. done. We fucking finally, finally finished so, this yeah, episode. This, <laughs> holy crap. Yeah, this thing was 65 million years in the making. Been recording for three hours and, oh, yeah, three hours and 12 minutes. Ooh, baby. So, shitballs. Titty bitch. McBitch. Yeah, sweaty <laughs> dick tits. Uh, yeah, shitting dick nipples and sweaty wiener. Oh, man. <laughs> Yikes. my vagina? It's more likely than you <laughs> think. Oh, shit. So, join us again for another Shrek-tastic episode. Oh, We will be reviewing damn. 2001's... Shrek. Oh, that's oh. right. That is next. That is next time, isn't it? Yeah. This is gonna be a fun one. It'll be way different. It'll be an interesting change of pace, I think. It'll be cool. Have uh, you guys seen this before? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, only, only like once, and it was a pretty new movie. Yeah, that's so, what I saw. Yeah, I would be kind of wondering how well I'm gonna remember it. I can't remember pretty well, but yeah, this was a while back. I haven't seen it for a while, but I have seen it quite a few times, so it'll be fun to go through it again and see what kind of like pops back into my mind as I watch it. All right, 